Y'all, when I tell you, I have goosebumps. So I went and, um, because I've been moving stuff around. And so I had all my decks and I kind of, you know, I've talked about this. Sometimes they're right here next to me, but I just, they're kind of still inaccessible. And so I, I, y'all, this is going to freaking blow your mind. So I have the Divine Feminine Oracle deck. But the one that kind of came to mind and I couldn't find it is because I had already set it out is goddess power, y'all. If you're coming from my last podcast, you're going to, and then you don't necessarily need to go there, but it's, it's something like my mom says, it's not something going, it's something coming. And we talked about how there's basically the rise of the goddess warrior and how do we handle that? What does that look like? And Aquarius is actually masculine tra- traits, not in terms of sex, but in terms of like the traits. Are we uh, active versus passive? Um, do we have courage, leadership, empowerment? What are, what are our conversations surrounding that? So here it is, this goddess power deck that I've been having that I haven't been dealing with. But I think that this is really going to help us women um, kind of tap into what where does our power lie and it's it's we i think some of us kind of have an idea of where our power lies but this is about <clears throat> having courage and taking action right uh one of the phrases that came up in the last article was um giving way to your true nature to have uh the true uh nature of your power and strength we have it but we don't celebrate it so then I was like, oh, I had the masculine. I had the God, gods and titans on there. And I was like, nah, I'm not dealing with the men. But then I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm still going to pull from these because, again, age of Pisces, I mean, age of Aquarius is about masculine traits. So we can still use the gods and titans oracle to explore what are the masculine traits and it's okay we might find that some of them this is why we're recalibrating we are revisiting like do we want to keep these aspects or is this something that we can use and embody to to push forward for the things that we really want right so i'm going to be combining um gods and titans goddess power um we have the divine feminine and then i also want us to pull from the african goddess rising that one has been not only is it a beautiful deck but there's so many goddesses in there and we really had fun ex- exploring those too because they were they were oh girl what have you done with your deck here i know what it is a couple of the cards on top or I think, <laughs> I think my niece got into these. Let me see. Why are they, hold on. Why are you like this? No, no, they're fine. Woohoo! <laughs> they are ready to be used, y'all. They're kind of slippery. So we had things like, oh my freaking goodness. When I tell you, oh, this is going to be the thumbnail. This went all oh my, I love, <laughs> sometimes it scares me though, y'all know, from quote unquote Christian background, but these decks, when they, when they come to life in my hands, oh my gosh, I'm going to put this on the thumbnail, y'all. At this point, you've already seen it and reach for the deck, open it and you, you start to understand energy when you start working with them. It's wild. And you heard how they flipped out of my hand 
And I scooped them back up and they're all still in line and in order. Talking about divine order, right? But the one that came on top, I flip it over and it's on top. Liberation, right? Queen, mother, nanny. Y'all, we're talking about the rise of the goddess warrior. This definitely goes hand in hand with the last podcast. Y'all, so here are all these goddess archetypes. Queen, in the last podcast I talked about, we we won't physically be here in 26,000, you know, or, or in the year 3,500 or whatever, when it switches to age of uh, Capricorn. But some of us might come back. Some of us are here from 26,000 years ago. It is what it is, right? But preparing for taking rule, right? Stepping into your power. Queen, mother, right? We've been having conversations about love is a, a mother's breast, right? That even a lot of us, like even the mere fact that we were given life to, we should be just grateful for that, right? And never disrespect the mother. But the mother... You know, a lot of us associate, and this was interesting, he said that we say good breast, and the difference between good breast and bad breast is actually our selfish, um, lower vibrational thoughts, because we say that bad breast is because mom didn't feed us in time, because she was cooking the meal, or working, or taking care of her other siblings, and so she didn't breastfeed us enough, or she was trying to breastfeed us when we needed our diaper changed, or, you know... Or we were just experiencing sleep, discomfort, or fear, right? Um, but it's still love. It's the very embodiment of love. The mere fact that it gave you birth, that it carried you for the nine months and gave you life, it should be enough. That is love, right? So here we have queen, mother, nanny. You know, I think back, uh, uh, we haven't really had too many conversations about how the... Sometimes I think for how we treat black women in America, it's really shameful because when you start to understand the um, Eve gene and how we gave birth and how our children are, in terms of spirituality, are treating us, they slave us, they spit on us, they denigrate us, we're all bees and hoes and all this other type of stuff. And there was there is still a, um, uh, a tab I have open that I... And, Y'all, you know, I'm working on my energy and stuff like that behind the scenes. And I know that there's things I want to put out to you guys, but sometimes it really does come down to divine timing. But um, there's this woman that talks about the relationship of the woman um, to feeding the nation. And when she said that, you go back to how black women were feeding the nation during the time that they were enslaved in spite of everything Cooking the meals, the nannies for their children, like not like nannies for their children and for the dominant society's children, right? And out of that, we have these phrases of like this um, black woman that's being the nanny for this this uh, this white household. I never saw the movie; it's not really my type of thing. I don't really like to see black women being subjugated in those positions. Um, and it definitely ties into what we were talking about before about how the woman takes, uh, is being called to take action to bring forth peace, love, and harmony. And so we see this unfold in that scene in the movie. A lot of you know where this black woman, 
she's like the the maid for this white family and and they have children and she's trying to instill these um these virtues right these virtues into the the children and she says you is kind you is smart you is nice right i find this to be completely fitting in terms of like the represent the true representation of what the black woman has always been she has always been the queen she has always been the mother to not just our to our black collective but to the um to to dominant society right when you talk about cultural appropriation and how we show up in the workforce right and how we a lot of the times and some of the things that quote unquote get us in trouble is because we stay extending the olive branch but here's the thing and i'm pretty sure i'm gonna title this pretty sure I'm, i i already kind of knew what i wanted to title this and this is why i was coming on here already like hyped up amped up us women like y'all have been begging us to show you how to be men we're about to show you right now or or not even how to be men we're about to show you how to like you've been begging us to, to show you how to be masculine a lot of the conversations that are going on right now are about um you know our moms didn't teach us how to be men, didn't raise us to be men, didn't teach us to be masculine. Well, we about to show you the fuck right now, for real. Because when I was talking about how that mother, that, that maid was talking to that, that child and saying, you was kind, you was smart, you was intelligent, right? You was nice, right? We about to show you because you, another thing you've been hearing is like, oh, these women are being masculine. <clears throat> and age of Aquarius is about masculine traits. So a lot of these women that you out here thinking that you're slandering, talking about, oh, you're masculine. They are walking in alignment with what is the age of Aquarius. And um, with the rise of the goddess warrior, they are going to be demonstrating to you what it means to lead with courage, right? What it means to have um, higher vibrational leadership, which is to empower because in its lower vibrational rate uh, state, masculinity has been used to constrain, confine, limit, subjugate other people who have just as right much rights to their conscious evolution, right? And all of these things right here, if you, if you, the rule under a queendom, the beehive, the mother in rulership, and the nanny in leadership, right? All of these are nurturing roles, but those are so powerful. And if you didn't realize how powerful those were, we're about to show you. Like, I, you know, just step into it. Just step into it. Like, y'all really have been begging us women. And, and it is what it is. Sometimes I feel like people say stuff and we kind of feel a certain kind of way about it but you know and 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 unfortunately it's like if the males are not going to do it then we're about to show you right now like the goddess um goddess warrior thing and here's the thing so when you look at this image y'all as we unpack this image you know uh i talked about this and i wrote it in one of my books um the number three and seven ten three being number of divinity right I talk about how one plus one equals three and uh, one plus one equals three is very much a right brain 
One plus one equals two is left brain. It's logic. One plus one equals three is right brain creative. It accounts for the unknown element, right? One plus one is feminine because if you take the sperm of a male and the eggs of a woman, you produce a third element, with this, which is the child. It's feminine energy. That is Trinity. That is holy. Even when you look at the mother, the father, the, the son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit embodying the woman, right? And you see the halo here around her, which is the, the rising of the sun, right? Which actually the moon is the, is the, is the feminine. But, and so you see like the coloring with the blue, you know, here, but this is, we're talking about the tapping into the sun, the um, taking action, right? Um, I hope you're kind of following me with between the, how the moon and the, the sun and how it's showing up in the picture here and us stepping into our power and rising off of that element and uh, type of thing too. And, um, and so here too, she, you can tell she has this horn, which can be used for war, but it's also a call, like a call to duty, right? Um, she also has a spear in her hand. I know when we read the article uh, earlier today and yesterday, it talked about the sword, right? So hell yeah, we're going to be fighting off things that no longer serve us, cutting out things that no longer serve us, things that do not bring joy, peace, and harmony. We're about to show you how it's done, right? Um, when you think about love is a mother's breast, that empowers you. When you have fed off of the mother, you are, um, and, and even it starts in the, in the womb, right? Because love is a mother's womb because out of that, it is where your teeth are developed, your heart, your lungs, your sight, your legs, your, your arms, right? And then even after you were given birth, you still have this sustenance that allows you to grow. You know, when you see how much a baby grows after it's born from breast milk, right? And, you know, they grow so quickly. It's like, that is, that is powerful and that is love. And that is a type of, um, what I'm trying to say too, is I remember one of the classes I took when I was in my doctorate program was talking about the different forms of leadership. And um, I'll never forget, it was this Hispanic male that was teaching us about leadership. And I was so, I freaking loved that class so much. But it was in, even though I grew up Christian and whatever, and we kind of, this is so interesting too, because even though I grew up Christian, they didn't really teach us about servant leadership, leading from behind, and there's a shame, right? Because I've been talking about how these women are about to show you how to be leaders. <laughs> and y'all been begging us. We're about to show you right now. All of these things, like when you think about the mother and the nanny, they have been leading from behind in, the, in all of this. When the dad was absent, against all odds, they will fight for you, you know, to make sure that you have the best that they have within their capacity. Some of the things, you know, we're learning to work together. So that we can provide more for our children. And that is love. Even when we spit in the face. You know, I was watching this movie uh, yesterday. And it was so sad because... It, and and in some ways, I, I you know, people say that movies have bad imagery of, for men. But I keep seeing imagery of men being heroes and being the good guy. And for whatever reason, you don't gravitate to it because it's not in your soul. Or it's funny when you understand the difference between soul and spirit. And if you know, you know. 
but it's not a it's not innate to you so you just default to the villain but there are hero archetypes there are positive male he hero archetypes and so this father was trying to save his son and his son was working through his rage to the point that he shot his father and his father was still hobbled to go and save him from the villain that is love right um unfortunately i don't think that either men or women should have to tolerate pain but at the same time it's like they're showing up like even though we treat our mothers so bad and we call them all kinds of like oh you ain't ish like the more children you bring into into this or life you know you're nothing and you know i i'll never forget like even when you, uh, mr let it go the way he talks so much shit about his mom when I tell you he is going to a special kind of hell, and I feel very comfortable saying this is a divine feminine and believing that there is a divine mother God element, the 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 type of hell that Mr. Let Go is going to go to, the, the shit that he talks about his mom, when he should be thankful that she even birthed him, carried him for the nine months, and busted her ass to take care of his degenerate ungrateful behind y'all the special hell he's not going where kevin kitten hill samuels who also disparaged his mom he's not going to be worm food he is going to a burning fiery inferno of hail and hades i promise you on everything i love like the part of me that taps into divine mother the place mr let go is going is not going to you all talking about worm food you're talking about catching smoke? The place Mr. Letgo is going to for the shit he talks to about his mom. You know, when she was a parent that stayed, she was the leader, took the, the, lead, the role of leader of household, which is when we're talking about it in the last article, as much as we want, you know, head of household, it's codependent. Women are going to continue to have children and, and instead of you feeling some kind of way about men not being in the household, they're, they're, you can't, they're just not going to be there. They, you know, if they are, God bless them. Goddess, bless them. Mother divine, bless them. Right? But for the rest of us, if you're going to continue to have children, you have to be comfortable with being head of household in the way of like, that is, I talked about leadership from behind, right? Servant leadership. And a lot of people have misaligned what leadership was, right? Even, and I talk about how y'all ain't really out here listening to women. So you're not definitely going to listen to men because y'all didn't even to listen to Jesus. Jesus came as a servant leader. Jesus came and tried to tell y'all, y'all need to focus on how you treat each other, right? How you treat women and how you treat children. And y'all still ain't get the message, but very much a servant leader. And it's crazy because here I was in a doctorate program and this Hispanic male is telling us that the way for us to move forward is we have to be servant leaders. How is it that I went, grew up in a church? Jesus himself was a servant leader, but that's not what they're preaching from the pulpit. What they're preaching from the pulpit is to be a leader, to be head of household, is to subjugate other people around you, to call them into submission, to keep them below you, to keep them suppressed, to limit them. We about to, <laughs> y'all were out here begging these women 
to show to, to teach you how to be women and how to be masculine, not to be men, but to be masculine, they're about to show you right now. And it's not even in the way that y'all think it is. It has nothing to do with hair weaves and makeup. Let me jump into this real quick because y'all, this deck that I'm reading from African Goddess Rising, my golly gee willikers, y'all. When you talk about even these messages that have been sitting here itching to be, you know pulled open and to be unveiled we're talking about the woman stepping into her power the warrior goddess look at this and the timing abiola abrams released this book i um uh released this oracle deck and i added myself to the wait list i believe it came out uh, last october if i'm not mistaken which was in my birthday month and i was like i am getting this if i remember correctly and i was one of the first people to to get the deck right? Because um, she still hadn't released it. And I was looking for decks and stuff like this. African goddess rising, right? So we have different examples here of like goddess power, you know, um, but this is very um, age of Aquarius appropriate. Goddess rising oracle. Let's go and check what, is, um, what it has to say about liberation, um, right? So we're talking about setting people free. Because the way that we are right now, remember we read in the article, it said that we are striving for peace, harmony, love, joy, right? So we are not free right now. Coming out of age of Pisces with the, with the male leadership, we are nobody's in harmony, nobody's in peace, nobody's in, in joy. So we need liberation. And that comes through us stepping into being a queen. Us stepping into being embodying mothers, us stepping up into being nannies. Nannies, when you talk about um, love is a, is a mother's breast or even a woman's breast, you had women that were being nannies and taking care of children that weren't theirs in the face of being spat on, raped, abused. They couldn't even spend time with their own children, and, but were still able to extend that olive branch and to nurture those children, breastfeed children when the mother, their own mothers didn't even want to feed them. Or, you know, some of the most precious, I've never had children, right? But I, I've, I've had my ruminations about how I wanted five children, like that's how much. <laughs> and then I finally decided, I was like, I want one love child because it's like, I think one of the most beautiful things you can do and but there's i imagine there's nothing more beautiful than that bonding those most precious moments from when they're born all the way until they're at least one year old when it's like you were breastfeeding your baby and they even talk about like sometimes like low-key y'all sometimes this world is so freaking wicked and you can't even peel back the layers but when a baby is born not only is it the first thing that it looks for is, is the mother's breast. Not, you know, we talk about how love is phallic in terms of phallic sense. Baby don't come out the womb looking for peen. It come looking for the mother's breast. But in that moment, right, of seeking to be nurtured, when the baby um, is breastfeeding, its eyes open. And that connection, that, that first hour when the baby is looking into the mother's eyes, will eternally, it, it becomes indelible in the child's mind for the rest of their lives. And what happens out here in Western society, Western medicine, when the baby is born, what do they do? 
They put eye drops into the baby's drop and, uh, that, and it clouds the baby's vision. I understand they try to say it's like antibiotics and they don't want infection to get into the eye. But it's in that cure. And so it really creates this spiritually. It has created this disconnect in that critical first hour of life when when you're bonding with the mother and what happens when you're peering into the soul of each other's eyes. And look how it manifests, right? When we move away from, from that type of thing. But when you talk about a nanny being able to love something outside of itself that it, it didn't even give birth to. Love is a mother's or a woman's breast. To be able to still put that baby to sleep and console it during its fears and to instill virtues and values of kindness, niceness, calling them to understand they're smart, they're intelligent, you is kind, you is smart, you is nice. Your mama gave up on you, but I still showed up for you. And there's nothing necessarily wrong for with nannies. My, I had a nanny. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I was like an only child because our lifestyle was so much better um, when I was, you know, the only child. I had a nanny. I had a nanny. We had maids. Um, life was good. My mom was working. My dad was working. Um, at one point, they were both principals. And then they decided to have my brothers. It is what it is, right? So I, I um and I, I had the chance to talk to my nanny earlier this year. And um I know that she loved me so much when I when my mom would always make sure to tell me. And I know that she cared for me so much when my mom was at work, but my mom knew that I was in good hands, and that was the most loving thing that she could do too, because you're employing another woman. She didn't have children yet. So she was a young woman that was willing to spend her life taking care of other um, children for the working class women. And that's something that we're going to have to be comfortable with as we're looking to build community and a beehive mentality. In uh, Age of Capricorn, which is years out, we'll, we won't be here physically for it, but energetically some of us might come back. It's one of those things where you have the, the, the worker bees that are taking care of the babies and you have the worker bees that are taking care of the um, the queen herself. I have a whole bunch of stories about too, like how um, I actually saw it on, on YouTube. Uh, one of the, the queen had died and um, the the worker bees were so distraught and they were trying to bring her back to life and nourish her. And so this other woman who's a beekeeper, she recognized what was happening and she put them back into like a little, in, into their little hive into their uh, like nest and she put them into a beehive and there was this whole thing where she had to kind of introduce them into a new colony. And um, she had to separate the colonies with a piece of paper so that they could start to feed off of each other's vibrations. Because if you put two colonies together, they're going to decimate each other. So she was wise enough to understand that you put a, a, a thin piece of paper and she's, when she came back to check on them, they had chewed through the paper and they became one whole colony working together and they had fallen in love with each other and were working together in harmony and peace. Y'all keep asking us women to show you how to demonstrate leadership. We're about to show you. And it has nothing to do with subjugating, nothing to do with oppressing. It has to do with working together, right? Kind of lost my train of thought there a little bit, but let me jump back into this. If, if it's meant to come back to me, it will come back to me. So hold on. Let me... Um, I was also talking about the Trinity, but number seven, 
is the number of perfection, perfect peace, perfect harmony, perfect love, perfect joy. The number 10, I was talking about when I wrote in my book, um, the significance of 1010. One of the last times my, at the time I thought it was my twin flame. And um, one of the last messages he sent me was a 1010. And I looked up what the what the symbolism of 1010 was. And 10 is the symbolization of like another form of completion, but that our mission is done. Our time together was done. He's not in like necessarily into that spiritual da 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 type of thing, but I understood the assignment. <laughs> right? And so here it is, you have three, seven, and ten, but ten. There's a mission that needs to be completed. It's a three and a seven because it's not fully completed. If it was supposed to be a 10, it would have been a 10. But how do we trap into our Trinity? Right? Our sun and our moon. And it's so funny because I talk about how the moon is really the, the, the feminine and the, the sun is the masculine. And the, the talk about God is rising. It, you know, and, and y'all really begging us, the, the sun is begging the moon to show y'all how it's done, right? So Age of Aquarius is about, and, and this is so funny because I, I keep complaining about how a lot of us think that, oh, we're our sun sign, which maybe Age of Aquarius, maybe we really are our sun sign, but you have to understand your right, like your, um, your moon sign. You have to have balance between the three. You have to have balance in your trinity. You have to have balance between your moon sign, your sun sign, and your rising sign. You cannot have them debilitated. Okay? Um... And so with the sun rising, and I talk about how the missions are incomplete and there's imbalance, you know, three and seven are the odd numbers. So it's, there's still an imbalance between us understanding how to perfect our trinity. We are either strong in our, our sun or strong in our moon, and we don't understand our rising or our mission or our calling. But um with the with the sun rising it's not full up in the sky right it's not at the 12 12 noon it is rising and so this means that there's a mission to be completed and for us to complete that mission we have to rise into our into our power we must step into our rule right we must step into our rulership all right let's jump into this three seven right here real quick hold on y'all we, we're gonna have fun with this and i um let me see so let me see what what baby girl is trying to tell us here because 37 here we go it's on page 74 which is so cool because the page number it's on is on 74 which is what comes after 10 is 11 right and seven and four we talked about how there was imbalance but seven and four is like perfection and four is stability because three and seven there's a little bit of instability there but now we're going from uh uh going more into stable realm right Seven eleven. I, I listen i pay attention to this type of stuff so here's what it says so the goddess of, of jamaica of <laughs> goddess of liberation this is from the maroons or from jamaica right um, one of the things we know about Jamaica is that those were one of the first, um, that's where all the rebellious 
people, they were like, listen, we don't want you on the ship. You, you are not, you're going to make a terrible slave. <laughs> you're going to make a terrible slave. We cannot enslave you. Um, we just going to drop you off right here. What's good? <laughs> Figure it out. Right. But that fighter, uh, energy, right. Warrior energy. Right. So the temple is Queens. So they, um, she has different temples here. So the temples are like threshold guardians, ancestors, conjurers, warriors, shadows, lovers, griots, um, queens, and high priestess, high priestess, priestesses. So the temple falls under queens. Um, let me see. Does she explain what comes with the queens? Let me see. Um not really. So there's um one, two, three, four, five. There's six different kinds of queens. But I'm glad that we fell on this queen because the other ones would be hard for you to kind of understand. But I'll read them off to you so you have an idea. Queen Nandi, Queen Sheba. Queen Sheba is one of my favorites. I've talked about Queen Sheba so many times and I've talked about how if you want to have children, do it the Queen Sheba way. And that's very much like I can go 10 toes down now understanding Edge of Aquarius the rise of the Queen Sheba is very age of Aquarius. If you, you know, if you want to continue to have children, that's how I would do it. And that's how you need to do it. And don't be ashamed of that. I have the podcast up on that. You can go back and listen to it. Um, and then the other Queens are Queen Nefertiti and Queen Ya Asantawa. So when you talk about divine timing and how divine, um, Timing and how we're, we fell on Queen Mother Nanny, which in and of itself is just remedial enough for a uh, rudimentary enough for us to kind of understand Queen Mother Nanny. All of those queen archetypes almost into one, right? So the element is fire. Okay. Um, now, I think we said um, Age of Aquarius. Uh, give me one second here. Aquarius is a fire sign. Yup. Y'all. Age of Aquarius is, it says the fire. No, no, no. I stand corrected. Air. Aquarius is air. My bad. I got carried away. Got carried away. Got carried away. My bad. Aquarius is air. Okay. But the masculine signs are, um, uh, fire and air. And so fire signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. But um, the air signs are Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. So fire and air, those are masculine signs. So this is still in line with masculine, right? So even though fire, masculine, we're talking about the queen, the mother, and nanny. Okay? Y'all talking about you kings and kings, we about to show you what it's like to be a ruler with the queen energy, right? It says, Queen Mother Nanny of the Maroons was a spiritual leader. So, you know, when we think about how le leaders have been showing up so far, it's like about politics and law enforcement and power and war. Dominance, subjugation, religion, which is a man-made construct, right? Uh, this is your oracle. I'm getting comfortable. If you were in my temple right now, I'll be sitting on a cushy pad, but I had to just readjust myself a little bit. Make yourself comfortable. Get some water. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself some hibiscus tea. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the incense that's in the background. 
some soft music. Um, spiritual leader. So remember, all is mind. So if you can help to shape the mind, you is kind, you is smart, you is intelligent, you is nice. Spiritual leader, right? That is where true power comes in. I remember one time I was messing with my ex, right? And I, you know, I, I am fully aware that I can be manipulative and I try not to go into my shadow side, but if you provoke it, but he, it was unprovoked. But um, on our first date, I was, I, I'm not going to say it was wicked, but I, I, I and it kind of scared me because I was just, we had been drinking. I took a couple of sips of beer, whatever, right? And it was apple orchard. I like my bear sweet. Other than that, I'm not really a bear person. Lowers your inhibition, but he had gotten a drink and I had gotten a drink too. I was trying to fit in at the time, even though I'm not much of a drinker. Interesting. But anyway, so I, uh, I wanted to see if he was how adventurous he was. And, um, so we asked each other like what we would do for dates and stuff like that. And I was like, would you go on a hot air balloon with me? And he's like, no. And I'm like, why? And he's like, because I'm scared of heights. And I was like, oh, come on. Let's do it. We should do it. We should. And he's like, no. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, if I can get him in there, then it's already done. So I was like, well, what would you do if you were in the hot air balloon? And he's like, I would jump out. And I started laughing. He's like, what's so funny? I was like, you just told me you wouldn't get into the hot air balloon, but I just put you in a scenario where you already were in the hot air balloon. Of course, he wanted to jump. He would have said he would have jumped out. But it was like, and I was like, the fact that I was able to at least mentally get you in the hot air balloons means I can get you into the hot air balloon. He's just like, oh, this is a different kind of girl I'm dealing with right here on my hands. But that's, <laughs> that's kind of how I show up, right? But dealing with like, and I was talking a little bit about the mind, but our spirituality. We've talked about how Age of Pisces, the man-made constructs of religion, the spirituality behind it was to subjugate and to oppress and to limit others. And it has wreaked havoc. You have caste systems, you have systems set up on race, on color, melanin in the skin, gender. But if we have um, a framework that is taps into our spirituality, right? How do we lead through um our through the spiritual? And it's funny to me because a lot of men hate things that have to do with the astrology, right? Has to do with the planets, like having to do with your what is your sun sign, your Venus, your Mars, your um rising, your sun, your moon. They hate that. Oh, I hate when you talk about what is your zodiac sign. They, but even in the article that we read before this, it said. These planets are not just objects in the sky. They are maps to our destiny. And you can try to fight it all you want to. Remember in the, in the, in the thumbnail, the sun is a planet and it's rising. And a lot of us women have been hiding behind on the other side, on the moon side, trying to mirror the masculine, right? Very passive. It says she was a spiritual leader, military strategist. You know, there's um, uh, a lot of, you know, I, I used to listen to Princella, but uh, who was I listening to? I think it was her. 
Um, and she was saying how um, there's studies that show that that are that are being unveiled because even when we talk about it in the last um, article that we read, how um, a lot of knowledge is sealed and it is unsealed at the right time. And there are things that are coming to light that show that the woman used to be the warrior. And one of my favorite, favorite, favorite um, goddesses is Athena, the goddess of war and strategy. Right? Some people have heard of Venus, the goddess of love and fertility. And I'm like, yeah, that's cute or whatever. But I think it definitely ties in to more my Virgo side. Right? The goddess of war and strategy. And, and one of the things when we're talking about women in leadership, we have, you, y'all men have been begging us to show you, oh, you're not raising us to be males, but blah, blah, blah. we about to show you. So, um, Athena, the goddess of war and strategy. Okay. Um, I don't remember the story in too much of its entirety, but she was at war with one of the other gods and they wanted to come over the rule of Olympus. <clears throat> they wanted, they were trying to decide, and that was the farming of democracy, right? The people vote for what it is that they want. And here's what the people voted for. And remember, we talked about how a lot of us are striving for peace, harmony, joy, right? And I don't remember what the God offered the people, but uh, Athena said, I will make sure that you have running water and olive trees. Okay. If you know anything about olives, um, I think there's a symbolism between God and the olive tree also, but the olive fruit can be, which fruit is feminine. It is a, uh, um, uh, uh, anytime you eat like apples, oranges, cranberries, um, you know, like dates, uh, those are the feminine, the ovaries, right? And, and the people, he, he scoffed at her because it's kind of like, why would people want water and olives and stuff like that? Like olive trees. But when you, um, olive, olives have, um, olive oil has a healing component. You can also cook with it. If you've ever made like, um, my mom used to make like we, my my background is a little bit kind of complicated. I haven't really shared too much of it. But my my dad, he's used to eating like we. It's Johnny Cake, but it's Journey Cake, or slash Johnny Cake. And my grandma used to make it. And the the symbolize symbolism behind it is that it's just it has a slight amount of sweetness to it, but it is kind of like a heavier. It's it's denser than the biscuit. And you can, you can put raisins in it and coconut in it. Um, and, but I think that was more so my mom's flavor and touch because my mom is a phenomenal cook. But, um, and so when I tell you, my dad is not going to divorce my mom anytime soon because she makes all of his favorite dishes, like from his hometown. Like, um, she will also make, there's a, uh, uh, there's a dish that you use like with the fish and with dumplings and stuff like that. It's called rundown for my 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 dad's culture um and yeah but um and so but when when you cook it with olive oil it adds like the flavor it just kind of like amplifies the sweetness and the texture and the density of it right um but it's also a heal very highly healing ointment and a lot of us women that are into our natural hair journey we will put it on our skin our eyelashes our fingernails 
our scalp or hair. We'll use it to deep condition. It's just, I think you can even use it for a lubricant. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, type of thing. Like, it is a super, it is a healing balm, right? I think it's kind of like likened to the, the balm of Gilead uh, in the Bible too. And, but he scoffed at the idea of like, why would they, then so many byproducts come out of the olive tree, right? You also have the, the olives, which can be used for seasoning for food, right? And why would they want water? And guess who they voted for? Because they're talking about democracy. Like, what is a true democracy? Because right now, when it comes to politics, we have what we are is false the democracy, right? Even when you, if I'm going to have a little bit of fun with you, there's a lot of debate about whether Biden was really in power or he just took it. He just raped all of her asses and was like, I'm going to take it. Okay. And so it's this false illusion of democracy. And I'm not, I, I don't like either party. Lock both of their asses up. Lock Trump up and lock Biden and Hunter too. Lock them all up. I'm not, you know, let that, that, that patriarchy collapse. We don't need it. But, um, so, but it's this whole idea of like, oh, we're presenting to you the false illusion. Pisces is about the rosy colored, rose rose colored lens, um, um, of a false illusions of, um, uh, what democracy really looks like. But if you are exerting your leadership and trying to rule and oppress us and to the point that you're raping us to where you, our votes don't matter. Democracy, right? Uh, goddess Athena, goddess of war and strategy. So you, a lot of you would think that war, because y'all keep begging us to show you what, what and I talked about how for the male, uh, it's war politics, Right? Goddess of Athena has to do with war and politics. They had a democracy and the people got to vote who they wanted for. And they voted for the the woman because she was going to give them olive trees and water. And the male scoffed at that. The people voted for her because they needed with water, the feminine essence element. You can do so much with that. You can wash yourself, cleanse yourself, cook with it, clean with it nurture your your trees and things look so beautiful if you've ever been to a palace or like a rose garden my mom loves rose gardens one of the times my mom she's just sitting there and she tells my dad like I want to go to the rose garden in Canada so my dad did all of the you know masculine things in terms of the budget planning the trip and um the hotels that we would stay to and all that type of stuff and we drove and we went to see a couple of my brothers along the way up along the coast picked one of them up and crossed over into Canada to one of the most beautiful it was acres and acres and acres of beautiful and that's what water does right when you go to these tropical areas where you see how it engages with the water and how beautiful and how green and how luscious things are, right? That's what people wanted. One day we will revisit Athena. She's one of my favorite goddesses, goddess of, of war and strategy. So a lot of you think like, oh, war and strategy is like, oh, we're going to take out our political opponent. We're going to slaughter, kill, rape, and and um, what do you call it? Um, you know, when you think about how they treat war, uh, you know, like even with Christopher Columbus coming here, 
his idea of war and conquering was to rape, pillage, plunder, decimate other societies, right? No. The strategy, the way to win, the way to come into power is to give the people what they want. And we want peace and love and harmony and joy. We want to thrive. We want abundance. We want healing. Let me try to finish this out. So it says she was spiritual leader, military strategist. Because a lot of y'all are going to default in like, oh, it's going to be war. No. And revolutionary. Which revolutionary is very Age of Aquarius. Um, One of my favorite ones, again, I've done what happens Age of Aquarius. uh, The Wikipedia um, definition. Innovation. Technology. Space and time travel. uh, Very juicy energy when you start to come. Combine it with where we're going with Jupiter next year into 2024. Becoming more cultural, more intellectual, seeking more knowledge. Okay. It says this Ashanti healer was brought to Jamaica in chains and escaped to lead uh, rebellions. Right. Remember, we talked about how she was brought to Jamaica in chains and escaped to lead rebellions. Nanny helped to free over 800 enslaved people. And again, when we think about this energy that we're being called to, a lot of us women were in chains and we broke free, but we stayed to ourselves. But even when you look at the um, uh, Harriet Tubman archetype, right? Um, Helped to free over 800 enslaved people. How many of us are able to to save 800 other people who are enslaved, um, you know, whether it's through um, our health and our fitness, our financial situation, um, our job opportunities, our housing opportunities, um, during motherhood and during politics. But we're so selfish. We can't even free keep our make sure our daughters stay free. We're so selfish that we stay in our ego and we are celebrate that we're free. I'm free. I'm free. I ain't got this problem. I got picked. And you don't give a fuck about your daughter. And you don't give a fuck about 800 other enslaved women. Some of y'all history showed that y'all really enslaved other women to nurture and nanny and breastfeed and feed your families and feed your children. It says, Queen Mother Nanny's Guidance, break free. Your dreams hold the power and keys to your liberation. You are freedom herself. Rise up. The embodiment says you deserve to feel free. Because a lot of us are not free right now. A lot of us are enslaved. And it's one thing to break free, but God damn it. Can you at least, 800 is a good number to start. Start with your daughter's. You know, again, when when you talk about like the conversation we had with Megyn Kelly the other day and how she was happy that the women's soccer team lost when one of the overarching themes with a couple of other ones was equal, equal pay and you straight up on your platform getting paid on a, you know, to, to denigrate other women. 
You don't give a fuck about the 800 other people that are enslaved and what it meant for on a big platform. Speaking of which, so that what happened with the U.S. Olympics with the women's team is very Age of Aquarius under juxtaposed to what we're understanding now because it was passive. Right. But it sent a message that rung around the world. We need to have conversations about equal pay in 2023. All the other women, they lost the fight, but they won the battle. I'm not going to cry right now. Their courage to have a platform was for all the other teams that won and all those other women that had to sing the national anthem because if they didn't sing the national anthem, who gives a damn how they're treated in their country? South Korea, they keep saying, oh, South Korea sang along. South Korean women don't have any rights. China, Asia, they're offing these women left and right, let alone even the men. They don't have freedom of speech. And so it took courage, even though it was kind of passive. They took action. They collaborated. They stood side by side with each other. They used their platform. That is leadership. When it's not just about you and your medal, you give a fuck about what is happening in other countries. And you give a fuck about what's happening. You don't think that these women are getting paid well, and they could just live their plush life and they could have just gone to the hotel and lived to go another day and they played in the championships against Sweden. Oh, well. But they understand that the rest of us don't still don't have equal pay. And there's no justice in that. What are we doing to help free over 800 other enslaved people? We're so goddamn selfish. Fuck. It says, daring to manifest your dreams is a part of personal liberation. And guess what? If you are oppressed and you're fighting something, especially right now, other people are too. Some of us are going to, you know, and I, I see it. I had to take this time out during the pandemic to heal myself. Okay. And that's okay. But once you've set yourself free. Reach out to other people because the same way I'm still striving for financial freedom and I have to go about it myself and break these generational curses on everything I love as soon as I figure out how to trade appropriately and I don't know where life will take me, right? Or how much life I have breath, right? Uh, um, You better make sure I'm going to make sure that other women can learn how to trade. That's like my burning desire, the stage that I'm in right now, right? For other of you, it's going to be in healthcare. It's going to be in housing. It's going to be in politics. It's going to be in, um, I don't know if I said health, healthcare, um, you know, finding these missing girls, making sure they don't even go missing in the first place. Health, nutrition, fitness, education, strategy, spirituality. You got to reach back. Get the personal liberation that you need. But after you're done, it's so much more other people that are suffering from the same thing that you were enshackled with. 
I talked about this. There's no way like you're going to be a woman watching women, other women pick cotton and nurse and your babies and being raped and you don't give a fuck about them being enslaved because you're comfortable in your house and somebody else is doing labor for you. But we are still doing the same thing here, 2023. It says, find your own personal liberation codes in your soul's unspoken desires. Life is too short to limit within, to live within someone else's story. A lot of us say we want, um, you know, leadership uh, uh, from the male house, head of household. Find your own way to live within your own story, right? Forage your own path. Divine blessings and magic are on your side, right? Enjoying your freedom fully is the best gift to our ancestors. And so we're coming from age of Pisces where it's like everybody's freedom was suppressed. And that was their definition of leadership, right? Of of leadership and power to take away other people's freedoms and rights. Okay. So it says the goddess declaration is my dreams empower me. So, you know, even how I talk about for me trading, every time I show up, it's like, I got to get this right. I want to learn it so bad. And I know if I, uh, it's going to help me, but I can also help other people. And I hope I live to see the day that I can have 800 women that can say, we learned how to trade from using of a divine feminine and impact 800 families, right? That's a good place to start, but, but it even starts, like, like I said, like at home. Like I have my niece that I still have to take care of. If I were to pass away, I know she'll be financially set. And I'm working it to up it just a little bit more, um, uh, just a little bit more. And that's going to always be my daily fight. And so she will be in a better position. But if I'm given the breath, like, wow, what if we were to say, how can I help 800 other women? My life is set. My life is ahead. I don't have struggles. Everything's fine. I'm living in the comfort of my home. You know, everything's perfect for me. I've been picked. I'm in power. I have money. Can you give a damn about 800 other women? And for the guys that are saying like, oh, you're not teaching us how to be. We're about to show you. It's not about uh, conquering and oppressing 800 other people and raping and pillaging and plundering 800 people. It's about empowering and setting free 800 other people. Can you, can you do that? Can we do that? Is that something we can do forward? That's what we fight for. Um, when I, when I probably, when I said a, a rise of goddess warrior, uh, warrioress, a lot of you're like, Oh, they're about to kick your ass. Athena, goddess of war and strategy, but she used her strategy, um, to have a democracy where people's voices are heard and to give them the abundance that they desired, things that were healing, that were um, for the benefit of everyone that allowed them to be civil and to live at peace, right? Um, under P- age of P- Pisces, it's like when you want to go to war with someone, and I, um, I know I'm out of time, they will cut off your water sources to subjugate you. And that's what kind of what we've been experiencing. And now we're saying, like, let the water flow freely. Let there be abundance and greenery and happiness and joy and peace. So, y'all, I don't know. I'm going to have to get more into these oracles and stuff for y'all. It has been my pleasure. This is your oracle. oracle. (laughs) And, And until the next one.
Love you. Um, and I'm signing out. Peace.